What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Granger Smith Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, I'm glad I have this platform. I got, I'm glad I get to talk to you. I'm grateful that uh, during the crazy world that we live in, where musicians no longer get to go on tour that much, uh, I, I could still engage with audiences and tell you about a new album that I have coming in September and what we've been doing here at the Yee Farm. And I could talk to you about some of my friends. Today's podcast actually is a, is a brand new friend of mine named Lathan Warlick. He is an artist out of Tennessee. Uh, he's featured on one of my songs. That's why I love Dirt Roads. I didn't meet him until this day, until today. He came to do a, a, a music video with his family. And I had a feeling he had a good story. Really interesting guy. And sure enough, this podcast, he blew me away. His joyful outlook on the world and life in general, um, inspired by God. This dude, uh, this dude's got it together. He's got a lot to look up to, and you're gonna you're gonna like his story. I was just I was blown away. This podcast is also partially brought to you by ShipStation. Now, if you're in e-commerce or if you're thinking about starting an online store, which is like the thing to do right now during this crazy world pandemic, uh, it's very daunting to think about how you're gonna ship to your customers. How do you, what do you even buy stamps? I don't know. It's very confusing. And Yigi Apparel, we ran into that problem and everything was solved by ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, getting your product to happy customers. ShipStation makes it easy. So ShipStation helps online sellers at any size, any size company, get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, keep your customers happy, keep them wanting to go back and buy more, no matter what you're selling, whether that's Amazon or Etsy, or you have your own website, website, uh, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface for even guys like me that don't know that much about online sales it makes it easy even for guys like me. You could even use your cell phone. You don't even need a computer to do this. Right? It works with all the major carriers carriers like UPS, um, USPS, FedEx, even Amazon Fulfillment. Um, they also offer big discounts on shipping costs. So you're just going to save money uh, by using ShipStation as opposed to just buying your own stamps or any other company. Uh, that's why it's the number one choice in online sellers. You're going to ship more in less time. Uh, right now, for all the people listening to the Granger Smith podcast, you could try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use the offer code Granger. That's my name, G R A N G E R. Uh, make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Granger. That's ShipStation.com, promo code Granger. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. I'm so excited for you guys to finally meet Lathan and hear his story. I think you're going to be blown away. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 41. Yee yee. Long line of four by four 
Lathan Warlick, I I feel like if I if I say the story of how me and you got together, it would I'd be beating a dead horse because I've said it so many times. But of course, there's people on here that probably haven't heard me say it that yeah. are listening to this podcast. So yeah, uh, it was what about three months ago, four months ago? Yeah, I will say that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, definitely. It it late at night. My wife Amber. You know, we're just kind of getting ready to go to bed, and she's looking at Instagram. And I hear her listening to this one artist. I could tell it's the same artist because it's like over and over, you know. And I was like, what are you looking at? She's like, oh, this is, there's this guy I found on Instagram, and he does, he puts these lyrics to these songs. And everything is, is God-based, you know, Christian-based. So yeah. putting put a Christian spin on a bunch of these songs. And I started listening, and by instantly I was I was engaged because these videos, it's you in a car. Yeah. yeah. Every time you take a sip of water. Yeah. That's like <laughs> the thing. You take a sip yeah. of water as as the song starts, and then you come in with your lyrics. We're going to hear our kids run around here. Yeah, yeah that's dope. Our that's kids dope. are playing right now, literally outside in the hall. Sure. So I just get entrenched in this and the way that you engage the camera with your lyrics and the way your eyes light up yeah you know, that's dope. Like you look at the camera <laughs> and so there's this that's one dope. i say i say every time i tell the story i gotta say this part but there was one about kobe bryant the helicopter crash and man it got me these wow. lyrics and so everybody listening granger smith podcast check this out lathan warlick uh Instagram is where I found it, but it's also it's on a lot of things. It's like it's on your TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's one about Kobe Bryant, and you start. It starts off. Uh, it starts off where you're talking about how terrible it is, how terrible the news. It did, probably the news probably just came out when you did that. Yeah, yeah. So definitely. then you talk about how terrible it is, and then you flip and you say, "And he had his daughter with him." I can't mm-hmm. imagine what was going through what they were what they were saying what they were saying you know yeah can't imagine the last words she said to her daddy yes yeah and i and so then those lyrics just tear you down to the bone and then you flip it again and you go but then god spoke to me yeah yeah and and so by that point it's like you look at the camera and you go but then god spoke to me i pray for all the victims that was affected by that horrible helicopter crash Woke up with a lot on my mind, had a thought like, dang, they really won't lie. Never said a word to God because I was still in my feelings about the helicopter crash that killed Kobe Bryant. I had a lot of questions, like what was you when it was happening? You could have stopped the whole thing for crashing. And he had his daughter on the flight. I can't even imagine the last words she was trying to tell her daddy. 
Then God spoke to me. He said, I got a bigger plan, way more than you could ever understand. Life a lot more than what you're seeing right in front of you. And death gonna come to each and every man. See, they didn't go from life to death. They went from life to a better life. Now I got them right here in my hands. But I can understand why you're grieving because the flesh used to seeing them on earth. But that ain't where you stand. It's okay to cry. But let's not grieve like we don't have hope in what God got planned. Death got a way of showing us that your body got to leave. So tell me where your soul going to land. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. You know, I got the screen right here <laughs> dope. watching dope. this. And so long story short, and we'll get in, we'll get into that. I want to talk it's about dope. that. But long story short, right then and there, I friended him. I DM'd him. And I said, hey, man, you don't know me. I'm a country singer. This is crazy. But I've been watching your videos. I love what you do. Would you ever consider doing a song with me? You messaged back something like, well, this is crazy, too. But what if I said yes? Yeah, yeah. Then we became friends. <laughs> then we started texting. Then we then I, I got I got that's why I love dirt roads to you. You wrote the lyrics. We've since recorded it. I hope a lot of you guys that have that are listening to this podcast, I hope you all have heard it. That that's why I love dirt roads, uh, featuring Lathan Warlick version. And today we met last night for the first time on the Fourth of July Man. in Round Rock, Texas. We got Ooh. on the stage together. It was unreal. The energy Dude. you brought was unreal. Uh, I'm almost done talking because you're the one that's supposed to be talking on this podcast. But I just want to say, man, we met for the, you flew in with your family. We met, we got on the stage. The energy was unbelievable to the crowd. And then today we're at the Yigi Farm. You have your family with you. I have mine, and we're going to film a music video for that song. For that, Ooh, that's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, Lathan Warlick. That's all that's I got. Crazy. That's that's yeah. amazing, bro. That is that's a blessing. That's so. A blessing. What I want to do on this podcast, though, is really get to know you because yeah. I know a lot about you uh, musically, and then we, we we worked a lot, you know, making yeah. this song, Social Distance. You had to do it in Memphis, Tennessee. We're, we're yeah. close to your hometown. That's where you got in the studio. Yeah. But you've mentioned several times, so you're essentially a rapper that brings Christ into your messages. Correct. And you've told me in passing that you had a rough time before that, yeah, that yeah. led you to that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. And I want to hear. I want to hear, man. I want to hear what happened, and yeah. why you turned into someone that is that is a a, a messenger yeah. of God's word, and how you did that, That's or dope. how God did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, first off, um, I started off as a dancer, man. I was, uh, <laughs> seriously, it's crazy. But I used to dance, man. We used to do this thing called juking. And uh, it's, it originated in Memphis, Tennessee. And um, that's how we started, man. I used to do shows, do a lot of talent shows around town. And used to hang out with people that do the shows. And uh, after we did that, uh, we started to go celebrate. You know, we did this one talent show. I remember doing this one talent show. And we won so much money. And I was like, yo, this because, you know, back then, $1,000 was a lot. Yeah. When it was like four y'all to want a talent show, and then you want a thousand dollars, it was like, oh, dude, no matter what, let's go hang out. So, you know, what better place to go hang out than the, than the club? You know, so because we dance a lot, so we went to this club, man. And um, this is right here was the tragic event that actually shifted my atmosphere. Okay, and was okay. like, yo, something got to change. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So we at this club, so man. So before that, were you Christian? I knew of God, but I didn't have the relationship with Christ. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I only knew of God because my grandmama was always telling me about, 
you know, hey, look, man, um, listen, Lathan, you know, um, you need to get to know Jesus. You know, you need to get to know God. But I heard this so many times, it was just like a broken record to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, yeah, so it was like more like religion versus a relationship. Right. You know, so that's what really scarred me. So I was like, nah. In fact, I used to go to my grandma's house, bro, and my grandma used to be like, but right, well, right before I walked in the in the house, I used to tell my friends, okay, listen, y'all, we finna go in here. My grandma gonna talk about Jesus, all right? <laughs> you I said, told well, your friends that. Yeah, exactly. And I used to be like, but just kind of ignore it. Well, you know, just we're going to go get something to drink. Then we're going to go back outside, you know. But, you know, that's that's the type of, like, grandma I had, though. You know, so I didn't have a relationship with Christ. I just knew of God, you know. Yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't really applying him to my life, you know. Okay. Until okay. this tragic event took place. Okay. I'm following you now. Yeah. So we went to this club, man, after we got done dancing. And um, and we won a silent show, so we went to this club. And we went to this club. Um, It was about six or seven of us, but we pulled up like man eight or nine cars you know yeah just to hang out and uh when we went to this club man um i, I know everybody out there got this one hot-headed friend oh, you yeah. know that you just oh, can't yeah. tell nothing to it's just like yeah, everybody's got that guy. oh my god yeah. like you can't stop this guy <laughs> period it, like he won't let nothing go pride he, he's so prideful he can't do you step on his yeah. toes you push him yeah. whatever he got to do something yeah you know and i had one of them with me man and he was my he was my cousin he's my first cousin i ain't gonna say his name but he's my first cousin mm -hmm. man yeah and, he knows um, who he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, and so we get to this club, dude. And when we got to this club, we made a little circle. We used to do this thing in the club where they make the circle. And one at a time, go. They would go and you would dance yeah. in the middle of the circle. Yeah. You know, so we doing these dances and stuff. And right when we got done, we kind of leaned up against the wall, like beside the DJ booth. And since we leaned up against the wall, dude, there's some guys over there in the corner that was pointing at my cousin. You know, because uh -huh. I don't know if they had beats Your with cousin, him. big dude? Or not? No, no, no. He's not a big dude at okay, all. In okay. fact, I'm I'm bigger than him. Okay, gotcha. you know, I'm bigger than him. <laughs> gotcha. But he just was a he was a firecracker, bro. Like yeah. he he yeah. when he get on you, he get on you, you know. So we 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 over there standing in the corner, dude. And this guy like just across the way just pointed and was like, yo, this this and that, this and that. And we noticed like one of my guys noticed like, yeah, what's you know what's up with this guy? What's what's up with him? And then I'm looking like, oh, here we go, because the, the hot hit him was already like. Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Okay, and I'm like, oh, here we go, dude. Here we go with this. So I immediately said, hey, listen, guys, listen, bro. I said, it's so many clubs around here that we can go to. We ain't even got to be at this one. Let's go to another one. We can get in all of them free yeah. around this around this town anyway. So let's go to another one. Yeah. So right when I'm gathering everybody up to go, man, this guy walked by. All of them, it was like him and like four other guys, they just started walking by. Man, as soon as they walked by in between us, he like, he stepped, I don't know if he, if I can remember, I think he stepped on his toe, toe or something, nudged him or something. And as soon as he did that, I immediately grabbed him. I grabbed him and I just picked him up. As soon as I picked him up, I'm starting to walk towards the door, dude, with, with him, with my cousin. I picked with him your up. cousin, gotcha. Yes, with my cousin. I picked him up and was like, nope, because he already like, no, man, put me down. This is it. And yeah. I'm, I'm picking him up and I'm walking him, I'm walking him, I'm walking him out the door. And dude, as soon as I got to the door, I felt a push on my back. And I turned around and dude, it was like the whole club was fighting. Literally, uh, dude. When I, cause it's like I wouldn't, <clears throat> I wouldn't, I didn't notice everything that was going on behind me, cause I'm too busy focused on let me get the problem out the way. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But when I was trying to figure out, like, man, let me get the problem out the way. The bigger problem was behind me. Okay. You know, so I'm walking, dude, to the door, and I shoved them at the door. As soon as I shoved them at the door, man, I turned around. The whole club was fighting. You know, and then I, I got to thinking, like, man, my guy's still in there. Yeah. You know, so, but then I was like, well, you got let me. six or seven of them in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, like six or seven of them in there. And then yeah. a whole bunch of more other guys that I knew, you know, that I came with, yeah. you know. Yeah. But 
then now, so now I'm, I'm actually, I done got my cousin outside and now I'm trying to gather other, my other guys up. So I told him, man, just go to the car. You know, let me, let me, let me try to get everybody else together and we'll wait in the car. So now I'm gathering people up, getting people to the car. So I get a lot of people to the car and of course they, they ditching off, they running off, they running off, they ditching off, they running off. Well, now the fight done moved from inside the club to outside of the club. Mm. So now people fight in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? People fighting in different Where's sections. Where's the bouncers at? Dude, <laughs> they was inside. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because their job was just to bounce them outside. Yeah. So, yeah. But when they, they get outside, their job. It, got you. Yeah. When they get yeah. outside, it's like, okay, we done our job. Yeah. Let everybody else in here have a good time. But, dude, the turning point, though, was as I'm trying to gather, man, everybody up to try to get him in his car because it's time to go. You know, and as I'm gathering everybody up, I noticed one of my partners, he walk up to me. And he walk up to me, dude, he holding his head. And, dude, he had a gas on his head from, like, the top of his head all the way down to, like, the middle of his ear. And I was like... Yo, we got to get you to a hospital. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I had two shirts on, so I took the other shirt off and had a T-shirt on. And I took that shirt off, I just put it on his head. And now I shoved him in the car. When I shoved him in the car, now all the other guys are like, yo, we got to go. We got we to gotta get him to the hospital. And so we shoving this guy in the car, and I'm telling him, let's go. And so now three or four guys, you know, they, they get in their own cars, and they shut the doors, and now we actually finna leave. Yeah. Man, as soon as... As soon as I get out and to go to the driver that was driving the car we was in, and I was like, yo, bro, we got to go. Let's go. He didn't know, you know, one of our guys' head was busted. Right, you know, right. Like, literally, he needed he need a hospital. He needed to go to the hospital. Yeah. And he didn't even notice that. But as soon as I, like, we, he actually noticed, and I was telling him, we walk into the car. And as soon as we walked up to the car, dude, this one guy was walking up. Like, as soon as he was walking up, people around him were scattering. Like, they was just running. You know, him for and another guy. Yeah, for a reason. Him and another guy was walking up on us, and then, like, it's just, for some reason, everybody's just, like, like scattering, you know? And I look, and then my partner was like, man, no, no, I'm finna go, I'm finna go, I'm finna go. And I turned around, I was like, no, wait. And I, so I, I'm walking up, I'm kind of walking up towards the guys that's walking towards us, like, and I'm finna be like, hey, yo, you know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna be none of that or whatever, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I noticed, like, nah, this, this right here is too serious. So I turned around, dude, when I turned around, everybody was gone. Like they open, they don't open the doors and ran out like the other side of the car. So now I'm by myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just picture that with now, the guy. Exactly with, yeah. with the guy that's, that's still walking up. Okay. Because okay. as I noticed, like, nah, hold on, this this ain't going right. So I kind of started backing up and I turned around back to the car and that's when everybody kind of dipped off. So when everybody dipped off, I'm like, dang, literally, I'm like, I'm by myself. I'm looking around like, oh no. So what do you do when everybody else run? I ran. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So as yeah, soon yeah, as I took course. off, man. Uh, I took off running, and then and when I took off running, it was dark. So when it, when I took off running, I ran around the building. And when I ran around a building, dude, it was like pitch dark around this building. But I noticed these guys chasing me. You know what I'm saying? I noticed that So one now there's guy, more than one of them. Yeah, so it was two. Okay. So I noticed that it was uh, these guys were chasing me. Yeah. And as these guys are chasing me, dude, and I, when, I, when, I went around, when I went around the corner, um, dude, I ran from looking back, running forward and looking back. Dude, I ran right into a wall, literally. Hit the wall like boom. Okay. You know. Okay. And when I hit this wall, dude, I, I I hit it and was like, oh man, like I feel stupid. You know, I just I was feeling embarrassed. Like I didn't even I would I didn't even realize like these guys was 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 following me. I hit it so hard I was thinking like, why am I even running? You know what I mean? And then once, but when I hit it and I came to myself like, dang, I'm tripping. And I turned around, and when I turned around, these guys standing there, like literally, they still walking up. They kind of. Kind of pacing because, you know, when I'm tired from yeah, running, yeah. he was like, yeah, yeah, what's up? What's up now? What's up now? And now I'm standing there like, wait a minute, what? 
And he was like, yeah, what's up now? What's up now? And so I had one shirt on. Because from the first shirt that I took off, so I still had my T-shirt on. Right. And so I'm looking at them two guys like, oh, this ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't been jumped before. I can t- I'll take my shirt off and, you know, I can try to handle them and get out of the situation, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't think nothing else about it. So I was taking my shirt off like, okay, I'm going to prepare myself for a fight. That's the only way I can get out of this. Dude, as I'm taking my shirt off, man, I noticed that the guy come around, man, the backside of his, his like his backside, man, with a 45 caliber pistol. Yeah. All chrome 45 caliber pistol, dude. And he got the gun down to his side. And then that's when life changed. And I was like, Oh, snaps. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe this is the end. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, dang, maybe, yeah, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the end. And as I'm standing right there, dude, his partner was like, his partner, his partner told him, he said, man, what you going to do? He said, what you going to do? And I'm like, oh, snaps. He, then he told him, he said, man, go on and kill him. He said, go on and burn this man. Oh, he told the other guy with yeah, the gun, what with you going to do? Okay, yeah, gotcha. he said, what you going to do? Then he said, Man, go on and kill him. Like a challenge. Yeah, go on and kill him. He said, what you doing? What you waiting on? You scared? He said, go on and burn him. Go on and burn him. Go on and shoot him. What you doing? Ain't nobody around here but us. Go on and shoot him. And the guy picked up the gun, dude, and pointed the gun right at me. Pointed right at my face. And so I'm standing there. And when I stood there, that's when it all hit me. I said, dang, I'm finna die. You know what I'm saying? And I said, I said, man, wow. I don't want my mama to see me on the news like this. I don't want my grandmama to see me on the news like this. Like, I don't want... I don't want nobody to see me like I don't I don't want to go out like this. This ain't how I want to leave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And as I'm standing there, dude, and this guy got this 45 caliber pistol pointed to my face. Not my chest, not nowhere else. He got yeah, it pointed yeah. right in my oh, face. Yeah. I can remember my grandmama, bro, saying if I was ever in the time of need and call on God. That's the first thing that came to my mind when this guy got this 45 caliber pistol. So all the times that I was at my grandmama's house and telling my buddies like Oh, she's going to say something about God. She's going to say something about Jesus. It's like she knew it was going to be a time that I would have to call on God and he was going to have to do the work. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So yeah. as I'm standing right there, man, with this guy with this 45 caliber pistol pointed to my face, I remember looking up and I thought about my grandmama and I told God, I said, God, all right, right here, why this guy got the gun pointed at me? I said, man, if you, re-, I looked up and I said, if you real, like everybody say you are, then man, just help me out of the situation. That's exactly what I said. I said, just help me out of the situation. And I looked back at the guy. Because I'm just thinking to myself now, well, it's over with. Yeah. I can't do nothing now. It's, it's over. Yeah. You know, and this guy got the gun pointed at me. And out of fear, I knew he would pull the trigger because his hand was shaking. Not only was his hand shaking, but he was sweating. So he was finna just accidentally pull the trigger because he was right. so scared. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So now I'm just like, okay, it's, fin- it's over. It's finna be over. And the guy looked at me and he looked at his friend and he looked back at me and he said, man, you want me to shoot him? He said, yeah, what you, you scared, man? You trying to get your stripes or what? I mean, what you trying to do? You yeah. trying to go on and get some rank in this thing or what? And he looked at me again, and he pulled the trigger, and the gun clicked. And as soon as the gun clicked, he took the gun out of his hand. He said, man, you don't know what you're doing. He took the gun, and he ejected the bullet out of the gun, and the gun, a bullet came out of the gun, and then he joined down with it. As soon as he drew down with it, a car hit the corner. The lights of the car hit the corner, and when the lights hit the corner, them guys took off running because he was scared because it was lights now. It's like, oh, oh snap. Somebody here. You know what I'm saying? It's like somebody here. And so the guy took off. And as soon as the guy took off, man, I forgot what I said during the whole situation that was going on. I forgot what I said during this whole time. And so I walked, I was starting to walk off like, yeah, dang, I can't be touched. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, right. yeah, that's what I thought, you know? Yeah. And dude, at that moment, I've never in my life felt the power of the Holy Spirit until this night. And that's when it, something hit me. Something hit me and something weighed on my shoulders. It's like some, it's like it's like a weight started sitting on my shoulders, and then I, out of nowhere I just started crying, like literally I just started crying out of nowhere. And I'm like, 
wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my eyes yeah, are like, wait, right, wait, right, what's, right. what's going on? Wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? And as I'm walking off, dude, it was like, I was crying so much that I just turned around and was like, I can't go out there, you know, all teary-eyed to all these people out there. So yes. like, let me turn around and just start wiping my eyes, wiping yeah. my eyes. Yeah. And dude, as I turned around, I started wiping my eyes. And as I'm walking and walking and walking and walking, dude, I walked up on the bullet that the guy had ejected out of the gun, dude. And as I'm standing right there and I'm just wiping my eyes, wiping my eyes, and I'm looking down and I can barely see because tears flooding my eyes. And I picked up the bullet, dude, and it was an indent on the back of the bullet to where that lead didn't fly off of the bullet, but the hammer hit the bullet. So God was already trying to show me during that, during that time, like, listen, since he knew I knew a lot about guns since I got so many and because I like to collect them. Yeah, and, um, I did too. <laughs> so since he knew I knew a lot about guns and he was he, he was already speaking to me saying, before you go tell everybody that uh, uh, a gun jammed, I want to show you this right here happened and the lead just didn't come off of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why yeah. he led me back to the bullet so I won't have no type of, like no type of second thought or second guess of this is why this happened. You know what I'm saying? And so ever since then, man, that's when it been like a life-changing experience for me. That's when it been something like, I, I, I said, man, you know what? I told my wife, at, she was my girlfriend at the time. I said, you know what? Man, I want to I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do something different. I want to move away from the hood, and I want to I wanna get married. You know? And she's like, wait, what? You know, then when I told my partners, dude, it looked like, they looked at me like I told them I was gay or something. <laughs> like, literally, they looked at me like, wait, wait a minute, what? You know, because yeah. it's, it just this wasn't something we did. Where yeah, it was from sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So that was a life changing thing. That's what made me say, you know what? I want to sit down because I asked God, uh, uh, if you are real, then can you help me out of the situation? So since I said that, I feel like I owe life to Him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do. since since I that did. happened, it's like I ain't even supposed to be here. So since I ain't supposed to be here, I'm gonna make the best of the moments. Even when stuff do happen, I'm gonna re I'm gonna go back to this moment of saying, dang, you supposed to, I don't even supposed to be here. No way. So when the worst of the worst happened to me, I look back and be like, I ain't even supposed to be here. You know, so that's what helped me get through life. You know what I'm saying? That's what helped me, like, make it straight through life. Man, that is a good story. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I'm, I'm going to reset this camera, and I'm going to get back. I got, I got some more stuff for you. For sure. For sure. Let's do it. A portion of this podcast is brought to you by Features. Now, in life... There's little changes you could do, little bitty things that end up being a big deal. Now, for me, for instance, if I'm singing, there's little changes I could do in my throat, uh, the way that I angle my head down, the, the capsule I use in my microphone. There's little bitty things that I could do to make a big difference in the vocal sound or my vocal performance. Uh, it's the same with, with guitars. Guitar picks, if you've ever played guitar, you know that the picks, the size of picks could change and that drastically changes the entire sound of the guitar. It's such a small thing. That's, how, that's where Features comes in. This is a sock company. Now, you might be thinking, socks, it's not that big a deal. Well, actually, changing your socks is a really big deal if you're putting the right ones on. Now, Features, they, runners worldwide have, have made Features their sock of choice. And now, you can get the same benefits, especially tailored for a golf course. I'm not a very good golfer at all. But I figure I kind of feel like if I if I use these socks, that would give me an advantage. Um, they sent me a package of these socks, and um, they're they're really incredible. They have an elite golf sock that keeps feet cool, dry, blister free, while providing a custom fit that won't bunch up or slip during your backswing. I definitely need that. And so these socks, uh, 
they they have this cushion and they kind of wrap around my ankle and around the bottom of my heel and it feels like an extra padding like you're wearing an old pair of Nike Air that just gives you this perfect this this perfect feeling before you even put your shoe on um so really good if you're active or in the gym all the time uh I wear them every day to the gym since I've gotten these uh, they have targeted compression that hugs the arch of your foot and keeps the sock in place and preventing it from bunching, slipping, sliding down into your shoe, which is really annoying if you're wearing like ankle socks. Uh, I'm wearing these right now and they do not slide. They give me perfect, uh, perfect fit the whole time. They also have a lifetime guarantee, which features that that that's just really kind of unheard of. It used to be a thing that's unheard of these days, uh, but they are so durable and long lasting. A sock is so durable and long lasting. That's rare that if you're unsatisfied at any point, they'll give you a replacement pair. No questions asked. This is a family run business out of North Carolina and they will take care of you. So here's your call to action. Feature socks will change you how you feel about socks forever and you can get ten dollars off your first pair of features when you use the code granger at features.com features is f-e-e-t-u-r-e-s.com that's f-e-e-t-u-r-e-s.com use the promo code granger for ten dollars off your first pair of features Look at so look at like digging into that story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's times, many, many times in the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. Sp- specifically, I know a time in Corinthians when Paul says that so that he won't get conceited, God put mm-hmm. a thorn in his side from an agent of Satan. Mm. It's one of the weirdest. It's one of the weirdest passages. Yeah. Because you yeah. think about, say God used Satan so that Satan wouldn't win. Ain't that that's crazy? weird, right? That's crazy. And that's almost what happened in your story. He mm-hmm. used, he used some bad dudes. Yeah. Fueled by, a, your crazy cousin. Mm-hmm. He used a lot of bad things. So that Satan wouldn't win in the end. Come on. By using you. Come on. That's amazing. That that seems, and that's why understanding the works of God is pretty much impossible. We can't even man. begin to to wonder to want to understand. But the the fact is, the truth is, the light is now that you have brought so many people to the light. That's crazy. Because of a really dark night. That's crazy. That God allowed to happen. Allowed to he happen. Brought it, he brought it together. He, brought, he even got your buddy all gashed up. As, you know, I mean, it's terrible, but, that, but, but that, that's, how, that's how he works, very mysteriously. And, uh, and you, what, what fascinates me about you to this day is how you continue to talk about God speaking to you and the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. speaking to you. Um, and... You you first described it as an overwhelming emotion that made you cry. Yeah, yeah. Which is real because you don't just cry. Mm-mm. You, you know, I mean, like, you, 
you know you know when an emotion's a human emotion's coming on and you know when you didn't cause it exactly everybody goes through that yep. and so how has that evolved today when you told me yesterday at the stadium when we were playing we're walking around that day and you mentioned something um god's been speaking to me remember that i don't even remember what it was about you you say it a lot you yeah. you throw those words out mm-hmm. as if this is a relationship that that you cultivate every day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So how does God speak to you? I guess that's my question. Man, um, first off, it got to be through the power of prayer. It got to be through the power of fasting. Because even in the Bible, man, a lot of people miss the part that it says that we need to pray as much as we need to pray as much as we or fast as much as we pray. So you can't just pray and just think everything going to happen. Now, it can. For some people, it, it probably can. But if you're trying to really understand the language and, and the voice of God, dude, you got to put it all into play. You know what I'm saying? You got to fast. You got to pray. You got to meditate on the word. You got to look into that Bible. Dude, it's just like anything, dude. If I feed my flesh more than I feed my spirit, I'm going to go with the flesh. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But if I feed my spirit, then that's what I'm going to get in return. Yeah. It's, it's understanding God and understanding stuff. Yeah. So that's why stuff like that come to play. Now, I had to eliminate the distractions in order to hear God's voice first, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. Because I couldn't, it, there is no way I could understand, I could distinguish between if it's just whatever is going on in my head or if it's Jesus or if it's the, the body of Christ really speaking to yeah, me. Yeah, because it's not like a movie where it's a big yeah. crowd that goes, Lathan, oh, no, I'm no, God. No. no. I mean, he can, I, I'm not saying he can't do <laughs> I, that. I'm not saying he can't. Yeah, but I ain't heard it. But that's not his style. That's <laughs> uh-uh. not his style. It's not his style. And, and it's, it's, it'd be a bunch of, like he'd confirm a lot before something even happened. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, let me tell you this one incident, like this one story where um, I had, I hit a truck, man, I had a Silverado, dude, and I had a six inch on it, um, 35s on 30, no, what was it? Yeah, 33s on it. You're such a country boy. Yeah, dude, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and I hit this person. I hit this person from the back, literally. It was, it was raining, and I was on my way to this show, to this event, and I just looked down, it was like, yo, I was telling, I was worried about like the speakers or something. They was like, man, the, the PA system went out or something through the electricity and you know the lightning struck it or whatever. So I looked down like, man, what? And I got to be at this show in like five minutes. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, and phone. I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh, I just ran into the back of somebody. Yeah, you know. And when I hit the back of this person, uh, he got out, gave all the insurance and stuff to make a long story short. And I had to pay like a five hundred dollar. Uh, 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 deductible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was just thinking of my, I had it, but I was thinking to myself, like, I don't want to get this much, no $500 up. Yeah. Like, this is just, yeah. this is easy money. I just Everybody done gave thinks to somebody. that, man. Yeah. Especially when he had, like, no dent. Yeah. I hit him so oh, yeah. hard, oh, yeah. but it wasn't even a ding in the back of his truck. It yeah. wasn't even a, like, yeah. it probably was maybe a, a paint chip about this big. Yeah. Literally, like a quarter of an inch paint we've chip. All, yeah, we've all been there. Exactly. And I'm like, why should I have to even pay? I said, but you know what? I'm going to pay it. You know? And it didn't even bother me. But then the next day when I called my daddy, I was like, hey, daddy, um, I ain't never in my life had a wreck. So I'm like, I told my daddy, I said, hey, daddy, like, I just hit somebody yesterday, you know. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, um, right after I told him that, my wife called me because she hit somebody. We, both of us ain't never had a wreck. A day in our <laughs> Same life. day? Sa- no, it was like, yeah, it was the next day. Oh, next the next day. day, dude, she hit somebody. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God. And this is, and this is what really had started to bother me. 
because I'm like, man, I'm talking to God. I don't know about y'all, but I talk to God. When I talk to God, I'm like, bruh, listen. Yeah. Man, you see what's going on, you know what's going on. To other people, it might look crazy, but at the same time, like, this is the relationship I have with him. Now, yeah. if you got a quiet relationship where you just kind of whisper to God in your head and you pray to God at night only, then that might be you, but not me. Me, it's like, okay, God, I understand you're really trying to show me something, but I need it in black and white right here. Like, I need to see what's going on. And he always revealed it to me just like that because that's a relationship I got, you know. And that's how David was in the Bible, you know. Yeah, Old exactly. Exactly. The people be telling me all the time, bro, you, you, you're something like David. You're very much like you know? David. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. But uh, so I called my daddy the next morning, bro, and I'm like, daddy, you know, man, I just hit this dude and I, I don't want to, I really don't even want to give him no $500 because there ain't nothing wrong with his car. I said, and then Constance just hit somebody. I said, so, man, what, what, like, what, 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 what you think going on and this and that? And right then I just started balling again. Ain't nothing never bothered me. Mm. Like, nothing really too much bothered me. And my wife said it all the time. Like, then I just, it's just crazy to me how nothing never bothers you. Like, we can lose, I'm telling you, we can lose, like, 20,000 bucks or, or something could happen to us. <laughs> and I still would be like, it's cool. It's cool. I've it's noticed not, that about you the last oh my God. 48 hours. Yeah. And, the last, and, and, like, the last time something happened to me and my wife, she was like, I was like, nah, it's cool, baby. Like, don't, it's not cool. And it's like. Oh, wait. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, I don't know, man. I, like I said, I go back to the first time where I don't even, I don't even deserve this life. Yeah. So it's like, man, I, I, I look at life totally different than a whole lot of people, you know? And so, like, but, but this time, this one in particular time bothered me. And so I just broke down. I, I just started telling my daddy, like, dang, man. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to follow a lot of stuff that God is doing. Like, and it's just out of my emotions, bro, out of my feelings and out of my anger. It's like, now I'm going to my daddy, like, daddy, listen, man. Because you got to have accountability people. Like, I don't care who you are. You got to have people you can go to and talk to about, about like situations that's going on in your life. It's not for you to bottle feelings up. It's not, it, it, that ain't how God meant for it to be. Yeah. We're supposed to be connecting with, 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 with other believers and other people that love Jesus, that love God yeah. in order for us to release a lot of these feelings and emotions that we have. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So we can help each other get through some stuff because you're not supposed to go through like all of this uh, uh, junk alone, especially stuff that's going on, especially right yeah. now in 2020, yeah. you know? But so I got to tell him, talking to my daddy, dude, and all these feelings and emotions starting to come. And then my dad, and then I just, I just stopped. It's like something came over and I was like, but you know what, daddy? I like dried my face up and went to a whole nother personality. Like, but you know what, daddy? Man, I believe God. I know God can. I know God will. <laughs> he going to do something. And I, and I know he going to do it. I said, and I'm going to come back to you within the next, I will guarantee you about the next 10 days when I'm going to have a testimony about this day. I said, so, I, and I'm going to leave it at that. And my daddy was just like, Man, I'm telling you, man, you really be encouraging me, son. You just, I really feel like it is. You called your dad yep. to get encouragement. Yep. Then God gave it to you yep. before your dad could speak. And yep. then you gave it back to your dad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the conversation. That was the conversation. <laughs> but then I was like, then we went on to something else. Okay. And he was just like, you know, son, that is, you, you're right. You're absolutely right. Some, I believe, I, I, I will stand right here with you. Uh, and believe with you that something else is going to happen. You, I, I really believe it. I said, okay, cool. I said, but anyway, and kind of brushed it off. Yeah. And then we just got, just got to talking about something else. I think he was talking about uh, deer hunting or something. And I was like, okay, cool. Then I got off the phone with him. Dude, how about the next weekend I had a show in Dallas, Texas uh, with Pastor Ross and my homie John. Dude, John is an amazing guy. Um, from Colonial Hills Church. Okay. Uh, he just he just sent me down there with him, dude, just to be like, just to come along and go with him. Well, I ended up doing something at the church because I get, you know, they like they found out who I was, and so I ended up doing something at the church. And right after I did something at the church, dude, man, this lady walks up, and we all standing in a circle, and uh, the pastor of the church, Ross, walks up, and this is like this is a week later, one week later, seven days later, and he said, "Hey, Lathan, 
he said, man, he said, I don't, I don't know uh, what's going on, but he said, this lady wanted me to give you this. I'm like, wait, what's that, Ross? And he handed me a folded up piece of paper. I said, Ross, I, you know me, bro. I don't, I don't take money. I don't take, I don't, I, you know, I don't do that. I don't take money. I don't take none of that, dude. I'm, I'm just, it's a blessing for me to be here and I'm just blessed to be here, but that's it. And he was like, no, no. He said, it's on my spirit that the Lord really wants you to have this. He said, because it's going to be something different once you open it. Now, Ross, I never know. I never told nobody about the situation, but my daddy about what went on. Okay. Dude, when I opened up this check, it was a check for $500 exact. The $500, same as the rest. The same as my deductible. Wow. And I opened it up. And, dude, I just tapped around. And when I tapped around, it was like, that's crazy, ain't it, man? <laughs> I said, No. <laughs> Hey man, your eyes What's, are welling up right now as you tell the story. I know it, bro, because it's, 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 God is amazing, bro. And, and I can't even, I can't put in the words just over a podcast of how, how you know, yeah, the, the I, type of God that we serve. That's why we'll do many of them. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and so when I unfolded this thing and I told them the story, I said, bro, my deductible last week was $500. And I told my daddy, this is something I didn't want to pay. But I, I told my daddy, but watch when a, t a testimony is going to come out of this. Now I get to call my daddy and encourage him. Now his faith finna go up through the roof because of what's going on. And all of them turned around and said, God, man, dude. <laughs> it was like, Charlie, I'm serious, dude. We was all like, yeah, we was like this, like oh, rolling our face like, whoa, this is this is crazy. Like this is, this is something that, that's beyond me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so moments like that, bro, that's what, that's what, what listening to God's voice is. Even when something horrible happened in your life still you can't be distracted of what happened at the moment you got to continue to just follow god and just be like you know what i know this happened and it's okay to grieve it's okay to like i like 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 how i did cried you know what i'm saying to my daddy but i couldn't cry so long that i didn't have hope you know what i'm saying i yeah. couldn't cry so long i couldn't stay in that one spot and be like man it is you know and just dwell on a moment to where it's sending me the suicidal thoughts to where it's sending me to stuff like Man, forget this. Life always crazy. Life always stupid. And and I couldn't dwell on that moment because the enemy, the longer you dwell on a crazy moment like that and you don't get back to God, the enemy going to use that as bait. He going to jump in that mind, dude, and he going to stay there. 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 One thing going to turn into the next. Next thing going to turn into the next. And then you will find yourself doing something that you will never okay. think about that you ever done. So you're going to take, walk me through that, what you're saying right there. Walk me through that. I've had a lot of guys on this podcast. I've had... Uh, I've had several veterans yeah. suffering. Mm. You know, they've seen some stuff they wish wow. they could erase. So walk me through what you're saying right there. This is perfect. This is perfect. Wow. You you have this moment, bad moment. Mm -hmm. The world, the world is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And you said as soon as you dwell on that, the enemy's going to take advantage. Exactly. Okay. So how? So what do you do in that moment? To not dwell on it. As soon as you that, said you got to take it to God, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me that. But when I take it to God, it's like I take it. I take that moment to God. Like I don't wait. You can't wait. You can't prolong it. You can't be like. You can't just think about something might happen. You got to have hope in something and go like finna happen immediately, expeditiously. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like when something happened, it's like like I was dwelling on the moment when I was talking to my daddy, crying like, man, this is that 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 that. But at the same time, I was like. I stopped. I had to stop and tell myself, like, but wait a minute. I can't stay here. So that's when I told my daddy, but watch this, though. Watch how God do something. Watch how the enemy won't win. Yeah. Watch how uh, uh, God set this whole thing up just for a testimony. 
And you know what I'm I believe that's the Holy Spirit that intervenes in that thought right there. That's the it. one that goes, wait a minute. Yeah. That's, that's when the Holy Spirit speaks, speaks to you. And then walk us through taking it to God from then. Yeah, but see. So what do you physically say in a moment, a bad moment, and then you go, wait a minute. And then what do you say? During that moment, see, since, my, since I told my dad, I said, but watch this. Watch how something happened. Watch, watch, how, watch how God turned this thing around. That's what my dad was like. Well, that's right. That's right. Man, well, I tell you what, right now, let's pray about that thing. And so when he do that, that's what I'm saying about accountability people. So your dad's spiritual too. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. That's what I'm saying about account like like having accountability partners, dude. Yeah. Because think about if my dad didn't say, let's pray with that thing. Or if he would have been the type of person that was like, dang, that's messed up. Dang, dude, that's that, and had everything negative to say about the situation. Yep. That's why I'm saying you got to watch your friends because that, that, that is your future. The mm. people that you're hanging around, the people that you're rocking yep. with, that is your future. Yep. So I had to literally push away a lot of those people. So, so when moments like this come, me and somebody like my daddy or my other accountability partner, Maurice, my shout out to my homie Maurice, and he he hit me up and was like, bro, let's pray with that thing. Let's pray about this thing. Let's knock this thing out the park. It's, mm -hmm. it's no question about it, you know? And then once once it's like once we juiced each other up, then when I get off the phone, like when I got off the phone, my daddy, that's when I literally had a conversation with God, like, Lord, man, you know the situation is going on. Help me out of this situation like you did before. This ain't nothing new. This ain't nothing new to me. This ain't nothing new to you. I know you can. I know you will. And I'm going to leave it at that. Just like that. And you got to believe yep. it. There's no way you believe in that yep. something will happen if you keep dwelling on the moment. And there's also that fine line of you don't want to push everybody out of your life that you can't actually help to yeah. and only put people in your life that's cushion. Definitely. You know? Definitely. You got to have a little of that friction that you could do your work in them. Definitely. definitely. I know you do that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. And that's also what your music does. Yeah. Yeah, it's like seasons for me, man. Like, like last month was a season of that God was saying, you know what? Before all of this stuff right here happened, I want to do something in you. So in order for me to do something in you, I need you to get rid of these people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But see, that's the that, that's that's the perks of listening to God. That's the perks of understanding God. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Think about if I would have missed out on that, I wouldn't be here with you. Yeah. I wouldn't be here. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't know Ash Boards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't know a lot of people if I would have missed out on stuff like that. Because it was like, in order, I, I have to hear God's voice. And when if I don't hear God's voice, it's like, man, I, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I got to push that to the side. You know, just I like with you, different, different, even I'm going to go into this. Just like with different, even different labels, it was like, I can't do this with them because I don't feel like this is where the Lord lead me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's when I stopped and was like, no, nah, I can't do this with this, with this type of people. You know, because I believe that God going to have somebody in play for me to, you know, walk with along this journey. And then we're going to make this thing happen. Going farther and farther in your walk, you start to specifically hear who's talking to you. Yeah, definitely. Because there definitely, bro. The evil one's talking too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you learn to hear his voice. For instance, this happened to me yesterday. I woke up yesterday, and I thought, man, I was like, man, Fourth of July. It's like I got Lathan and his family flying in. COVID's flying around. It's like, yeah. man, I, this isn't a good idea. Nah, this isn't a good idea. I should. Man, I should just back out of this whole thing. I should back out yeah. of the show tonight. Mm. I should just cancel this music video. I possibly putting him in danger. You know, they they gotta get on a plane. And then, and then I thought, that's not the voice I'm supposed to be listening to. Wow. Everything is fine. Yeah. We got this. There's a reason he's coming to Texas. Mm -hmm. There's a reason he's going to be in this music video with me on Sunday. Yep. And and now I feel. And then when you go through with it, you feel. When you made the right decision. Yeah. When you yeah. listen to the right voice. Exactly. 
I'm going to take a quick break, reset these cameras. Good show. So after this, after this podcast, at the end of it, I want to play that Kobe Bryant video we're talking for sure. about. For sure. Because, and, I, and we're, we just looked at it over the break. We looked to see if we could just play it over the mic. But I kind of want to show the video anyway because yeah. the way that you look at the camera and you're, like I said, then God spoke to me. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I didn't even uh, notice that, bro. Dude, you. Uh, so many people pointed that out, and I, I didn't even notice. It was just when I'm doing this stuff, dude. It's just like I want to show you reality. I don't want to show you no fake. I don't want to give you no jump. Well, you just you're just a really good speaker. You have a cool wow. southern accent. I appreciate it, bro. Because you're a country boy, like I always say. But you, man, you're just a really good speaker, and you engage really well with your eyes and your your hands, and that that's why those videos work, man. That's why it hooked me. Wow, wow. But, uh, That's amazing, I, dude. I definitely, on this podcast, we need to get into racism. Yeah, for sure. Because for sure. there's also a, I want to hear it, I'm going to shut up, but I, I want to hear from from your point of view because you have, you have a view of love. Mm-hmm. And I wonder where that comes in when the world is in chaos like this. Yeah. Maybe that's the time when it's most important. Yeah, but yeah, I'll let could you. Be. Could be. I'll let you teach me. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, just starting it off, dude. It's, 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 and I know this is a tough pill to swallow, man, for people, for a lot of people. But it took me knowing Jesus to understand this. So first off, if if you don't know Jesus, if you don't have a relationship with God, um, then this this might just come off to a lot of people wrong anyway. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So that's why when people come to me about it, I don't go with, with what the word is doing on giving. They views about it. I'm, yep. I'm just going straight to, straight to the man. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And this is how I do. Um, it's not. It's not even so much of a of a skin issue. If you think you got to think about it, it's not so much of a skin issue. It's so much of a. It's, it's a deep rooted sin issue. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's a sin that 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 a lot of people struggle with racism. Yeah. You know. So and see, since it's a deep rooted sin issue, I'm. St- I, me as a Christian, as somebody that loves Jesus, I still have to love this person. Now, is loving this person going to be easy? No, it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Because, uh, like, like, the harm and the hurt that they're doing to somebody. You know? But at the same time, I got to follow the biblical ways, man, of Christ. I can't walk with the world and what the world is doing. Now, is, you know, what they're doing, is it wrong? Of course. I mean, come on. Just, just going back to the George Floyd thing, man. We actually seen them, like, convict a man. Trial a man and murder a man just right there, you know, yep. just just yep. all on in in one setting. Like you took a man to court, you gave him yep. a date to be de- to to die, and you and you you killed him right there. And I, on, I've never met or heard anyone that disagrees with that. Yeah, anybody. I haven't either. I have I haven't either. But the thing about it is, um, it's now because the world has seen it, you know, yep. and and it's been going on for a long time. But now that it's 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 everybody can see it. It's like, holy crap, that could be anybody laying down there, yeah. you know. But me as yeah. a black man and as, a, as somebody that loves Jesus, I still got to say what I feel the same way if it was a Mexican laying there, if it was a white guy laying there. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. all of those lives matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I'm, I'm saying it is in like uh, uh, just looking at it in, 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 in the eyesight of Jesus, dude, when I say this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you got to be careful saying stuff like "all yeah, lives matter." You do. These, you know, these days yeah. people, 
People crucify you for that kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Crucify him. Yeah, for, <laughs> definitely. But I understand that all lives matter too. At, at, but at the same time, it's like right now, this is the issue that's going on. So right now, we need to point, we need to point at this because this life here, is, 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 it, it matters now, right now too. Because if, if you're looking at it on down the line, like just through history, people have been dying and people have been getting killed over this type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? As far as yeah, racism goes. It's not new. Yeah, exactly. It not it's definitely new. not new. It is maybe the oldest, the oldest mankind crime. Yeah, exactly. You know, in written history. Exactly, exactly. And see, we can see this stuff. But I had somebody DM me the other day, and he was just like, black guy, man. <laughs> just DM me the other day. and was like, man, what's up, Coon? What's up? Such, 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 such. And I don't think he knew. Like, I don't think the thing about it that was when I messaged him back, it surprised him because I don't think he, he thought I was going to message him back. Yeah. And I was like, yo, what's up? Like, I have to be ready to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not... I'm not gonna last back at you just because you're saying it because I wanna know, I wanna hear I wanna hear your views about it. Why was he saying that? Exactly. I couldn't come out to you like, no, nah, you know, screw that, f you, whatever. What's up? Now nah, I couldn't do that. I had to be like, yo, what's up? Talk to me. Like, what make you feel like that? And he was like, man, because he's just trying to do with what the white folks doing, and he's trying to go this mm -hmm. and that. I said, oh, I said, what make you feel like that? Mm -hmm. And he was like, because man, you posted a picture of uh, all y'all, like everybody kneeling. At the same time and 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 uh, coming together, I said, "Oh, I said so. Your issue as a black man is the issue of everybody coming together." And he was like, "Well, no, I, I wasn't saying all that." I was like, "Well, tell me the issue." I said, "You angry at something?" Mm -hmm. I said, "Talk to him." I said, "I'll give you my number. We can call. We can talk about this thing." Are you serious? Yeah, I said, "Dude, so talk to me, dude. Like, like, what are you really mad at?" Because that's not the what. What are you really? Let's get down to the root of the re the real cause of why you really mad. Yeah. And he, yeah, man, it's just, oh, no, this, because, man, these they folks are here killing us. I said, okay, check this out. I said, my brother, I'm coming to you from a black guy to another black guy. I said, man, last week, uh, a guy pulled up in, um, in Chicago. I don't know if you heard, but, man, he did a drive-by shooting. He shot a five-year-old kid right in the head and the killer dead. I said, that life mattered yesterday, straight up, bro. I said, and then you got abortion clinics all over the, all over the town, bro, and they killing babies like 40 going north. Them little bitty babies' lives matter. You got to think about stuff like that. I said, so when you come to me with this type of stuff, I want you to have that same energy when somebody do that mm. on, on a five-year-old kid, man, pulling up in the hood, blowing a five-year-old kid. Mine out like, come on, dude. Mm. Where, where, where we at? Let's march. Let's stand. Let's, let's put our boots on the ground. Let's do some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I came to him like that, that's when the conversation went like, oh, whatever. Because you got to be real. I'm a realist, bro. <laughs> I love Jesus. And now he's messing with somebody else. Exactly. exactly. That's what but he's see, doing. He's on social media messing with somebody exactly, else. Exactly. Right but now. see, you have people like that on social media. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's just because, man, I, I love Jesus, bro. I love God. And if, like I said before I even started talking to you, if you don't understand God, if you don't understand Jesus, all this stuff that I'm saying, I'm going to go completely over your head anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's why I don't, like, what you see on social media is just music. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just, it, like, I only show you the music part of my life. You know what I'm saying? And you getting a glimpse of who I am, uh, uh, um, who, who, like, you, you're getting a glimpse of me and Jesus, my relationship with Christ, without me saying, hey, y'all, <clears throat> I've given my life to Christ. I love Jesus. I didn't, I, I'm not even flown it out there like that. You're living it by example. I'm living it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm not just telling you what's going it's on. It's much more believable. Exactly. And that's why I'm asking all these questions, too, because you, you just have this joy 
that just comes out of you, man. Wow. It just, it, it, you walk in like a radiance. And that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Because otherwise, you just sounds preachy and tired and lame, yeah. Yeah. you know, walking mm-hmm. around going, you know Jesus, you know Jesus, you know Jesus. Instead, you want people to go to you and go, what's different about you, man? What, what do you know that I don't know? Exactly. Like, what, what's your secret? And then there it yeah. is. There it is. That's it. Let me tell you my secret. That's it, man. And that's I just, you. I just man. love people, dude. I love, I'm telling you, like I said, man, <laughs> I only supposed to have this life. So since I don't supposed to have this life, it's like, man, I want to try to walk in this way. Now, now is every day perfect? No. No. Oh, my God, no. no it's, it's a not. fallen world. Exactly. Exactly. Even my wife, dude, I, I come to her a lot like, hey, baby, listen, man, pray for me about this. This type of spirit is coming up on me. Pray, me, pray for me about this. And that's another thing, dude, you got to have that type of influence from, from this yeah. person, too. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. with your partner. Yeah. You know, because me and her don't went through so much stuff, dude. Just from my childhood growing up, like being taught about women, like, man, have this, this many type of women. You know, that's the goal to try to do whatever with, with any type of woman. You know what I'm saying? Growing yep. up in the hood, yep. all of this stuff. Yep. You know, so that, that curse was still on my, on my life. And I told myself, I'm not going to put that curse on my sons. Mm. You know, so I got to do something to where I, I make it to where my sons, is, they're not going to follow that curse. I'm going to break this whole cycle I tell right you here. right now, they're not. They're, they're already hope, good boys. And, and with a daddy like you, and I've met Constance, your wife. These these kids are gonna they're gonna grow yeah. up the right way. They're Definitely. gonna be smart kids and and they're gonna see the world for what it is. That's what's and, up, and man. so many times people are trying to fix the world. As Christians, we know that it's a fallen world. Yeah, definitely. This is it's not going to get fixed by us trying to fix the world. Definitely, we could only help ourselves and internally change ourselves through love and spread it outward. Yeah. Relate exactly. one relationship at a time. That's it. That is it. To me, man. it starts with our families. Once you master that love and that responsibility, it goes out to your 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 cousins and your outer family, and yeah. then your friends, and then your community, and then that spreads out to your the city. Yeah. And it just keeps going outward. But until you make your own bed that's and it. brush your own teeth, that's it. You're not going to fix the world. No man. It's a fallen world. It's a broken world. It is. It is. <clears throat> and I feel like man, we got to hold. In order to fix this thing, now we're going to talk about what's going on. So let's talk about how to fix it. I feel like one one way we can fix this is holding our own accountable. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like if I see exactly. my brother, like, for instance, if I see, like, where I'm from, dude, it's, it's you know, a lot going on, man. And, like, say, for instance, if, if I see one of my guys pull up, you know, I'm, I'm talking to him, hollering at him. He's like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, what's up, bro? What you finna go do? Oh, man, you know, I'm, I'm, running, I'm running a little low on money. So what I'm finna do, I'm finna go over and rob this little gas station mm-hmm. right quick. I need to right then and right there be like, hey, yo, listen, bro. Man, if you're out this gas station, you might not make it out, you know what I'm saying, to even see the money. Yep. And, it, and say, for instance, you rob the gas station and get $2,500, you ain't even going to really be able to spend it because you're going to get locked up and it ain't even worth you even going in and get $2,500 out of a. He could kill you. Think about all, these, all this stuff that can go on. Yep. So I'll tell you, my brother, like, listen, I wouldn't do that. Don't do that. Think about it. I mean, I know you're hurting right now, but just think about it. Go to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? What you need help with. Has I can that help happened? you out with something. Has this conversation happened? It have. It have happened. What they say? It's definitely happened. But it was more so like a, man, but nah, you like this, dog, because you doing this and you doing that. Right. It's like, no, nah, oh, bro. Must be nice for you. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, Mr. Nah, million, million followers on TikTok. Yeah, dude, that's nothing. <laughs> I don't know why people think. That's another thing. People think you got a million followers, you got a million dollars. I know that. I know that. I know that. My that's daughter not loves it. you because you got a million followers on TikTok. Ex- dude, <laughs> come on, man. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, 
That is crazy, dude. But yeah, it's like holding each other accountable, dude. And um, and just like with, with like with people like you, like man, if it's if you hear somebody else saying something about racism, like man, look at that, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like yo, yo, that ain't that ain't the move right now. Yeah. It's twenty twenty. It's time yeah. to be real. It's something different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah. holding each other accountable. Even officers, police officers. When you see somebody with yeah. their foot on their neck, come on, hey, look, partner. That's that's good. Pat him on the back. That's good. That's good. You that's know, man, down. That, that's crazy because that yeah. seems like that's a no brainer. Like that. I know. That I know, seems man. like yeah, yeah, yeah. But it still happens. Obviously, it happened. We all, it the happened. whole world saw it. Yeah, and we got to see that, man. We got to. And when we see stuff like that, you can't unsee it. No. You know, especially when a man on the ground, man, hollering to his mama, it make you think about like, dang, dude, was that? I never seen the full video. I never seen the full. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't see the full video. When I just I seen them on the either. knee, I was like. I don't want to say no more. I mean, media I already either. talking about it enough. I didn't either. Yeah, so I, I don't. I don't have to. I don't have to really see no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's like, dang, dude, it's 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 wrong. What's wrong is wrong, you know. But yeah, that's how I look at it. That's good stuff, man. Definitely, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you know, I, I, it, your kids are gonna be good, and uh, it, it, if we had, if we just had that mentality of love yeah. passed down through generations, just a little oh, bit, man. then Come your on. kids. Are going to be a little bit better off, and then their kids be a little bit better off. Yep. And then their kids a little bit better off. And it's the same with mine and my grandkids and my great grandkids. Yep. I like to think that it just gets every generation gets a little bit better. Yeah, I do. I have hope in that, dude. I have hope in every generation after this will, will get better. As you can see, it's getting better, bro. Even with racism, like, yeah. come on, we got to be real about what's going on. It ain't. It ain't. We not. We don't. We don't. I mean, we can share the same sink and stuff now, dude. Yeah. It ain't how it used to be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then even even like other white people, bro, they coming in and it's like, yo, this ain't right. We can't do this. Yeah. Like, look now in 2020, bro, you got this is my first time ever seeing different companies, different uh uh celebrities, different artists, like of 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 a different race saying, Hey, yo, what can we do to stop this? Like, how can we help? What can yeah. we do? You know what I'm saying? I ain't never seen it. First dude. time ever. Man, me too, dude. Yeah. Even companies changing logos, companies uh, uh, doing stuff different, saying like, listen, we got this many people hired. We need to hire this many yep. of the percentage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in 2020, it's already a generational thing that's already being broke down. So you got to look at some positive stuff that God is doing. Absolutely, but the world man. won't show you that. The world won't no. show you the positive stuff that's going on. That's why I post it on my social media. Like, I want to show y'all this. But of course it come off to a lot of people like, man, you're just trying to make it look like, you know, this, is and that. No, I'm just showing you reality. They are, I mean, you see enough negativity in one day. So you're, uh, what's your Instagram? Lathan Warlick, first and last name. At L-A-T-H-A-N-W-A-R-L-I-C-K. Yep, that's it. So you guys that go go check this out cause, and, and you put that video on there. The video you keep talking about is, I don't know what city was that from. Yep, I don't you either. Know. I actually got it from a young lady. I was so ready to post it. I was like, yo, do you mind if I... Yeah. Yeah, sure. And I just got it off of post and was like, let's do it. It's it's a video of one side is a bunch of protesters and the other side is a bunch of uh, police officers. officers. Yeah, yeah. Both sides are mixed yep. colors. Yep, And uh, they go, they, they're coming together and you think, oh, this is about to get bad. Yeah, you know, this is crazy. about to get really crazy. And then... They all start taking a knee mm-hmm. to each other in a sign, a sign of respect. Yeah, on either side, they take yeah. a knee for each other, and uh, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's something, man. Well, the protesters started kneeling, and then after the protesters started kneeling, then the officers just started kneeling. Yeah. But then in the middle, while the officers were started had started kneeling, one of the protesters got up and then yeah. went over just to shake the guy, shake the police officer's hand. Yeah, and. The amount of energy that the police officer put in shaking this guy's hand was like a sign of relief. 
Like he grabbed him and pulled him close, and he grabbed his, yeah. his shoulder and pulled him even closer, saying like. Man, I want to go home like you want to go home. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. dude, yep. we in this thing together. United, we stand divided, oh, yeah. we fall. It was, it was in that in both groups. It was black, brown, white. Yes, it was Everybody, Asian. Dude. Everyone Everybody. was in either side. Both Police sides. officers, protesters. Yep. And yeah, I think we need to push special. that more because the news definitely no, don't push ain't that. Gonna show that man. Nah, news don't push that. They want to divide us. Yep. Everybody, and the news just wants to divide everybody. I know, man, and that's what I'm trying that to helps do. Them. Yep. Clickbait. That's it. That Clickbait is it, man. World, man. It's like people love the negativity, dude. People love to feed off of that because misery love company. So people going <laughs> to love right, that. That's right, dude. Straight up. People love that. That's right. So we, me and you about to go film this music video. For sure. Uh, by the time you hear this podcast, I probably won't still be out. We got Paul. Paul's got to edit this thing. So Yeah. But no. it will be out soon. So you guys be looking for that. Please uh, check out Lathan and all his stuff. Uh, million followers on TikTok. <laughs> My daughter's this guy got a million followers. Almost said a million followers on Instagram. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> so, but uh, but like I said, I want to end this podcast. I'm going to shoot over to this video for sure. Um, and you got so many good videos, man. There's so many good ones, and I, I don't you, even know why I'm singling this one out. Maybe because it's the first one that really caught my attention. Yeah. Um, but the the way that you flow from this is this is terrible. This is shocking. The way you flow through that to wait a minute, then God spoke to me and yeah. He showed me what this means. Yeah, is uh, is amazing. So I want to end the podcast with with that. Dope. But let's do it. Let's shoot that. Thank you so much. Love you, dude. We'll do this ma- so. many many times, man. Love you, my dude, and we'll uh, we'll go shoot this video. Let's do it. So, let's do it. Here's what I'm talking about. Lathan Warlick Instagram right here. Yeah. You never know what to expect or what's coming next when riding them dirt roads. The gravel and dust might throw you off if I'm ready or not, only God knows. It's hard trying to hold it together when I lost a couple of people along the ride. Wish I could roll back the hands on the clock just to tell them I love you just one more time. I wasn't prepared for the pain that came, it had me tore up on the inside. But I can hear you on the side of me whispering softly, telling me not to cry. Just when I thought I was hopeless, you kept reminding me how you would never leave. And all of them people we lost had a place up in heaven, so make sure I get a seat. We go through some ups and downs and might even have a few curves we don't see. I end up at home every time, cause God got his hand on my life and he guided me.